something that I think is increasingly more common. Can a Christian believe that truth is relative? Can they? Yeah. Yeah, they can. <laughs> Should can, they? <laughs> is it compatible? Rather. Uh, no, in the sense that a Christian operates from a core set of beliefs about what is truth. And the the easier, simplistic explanation is there's God's truth. And the Christian is really the one who conforms their life in submission to that truth. The challenge of it is that we live in a society and a culture where truth is relative. And so you get the pushback of who says God's truth is truth and and you know a number of attacks subjective too. Yeah, that's not my against truth. Against God's truth. Yeah, it's not my truth. Um so again, it comes back to the Christian determining it's a it's a stance of faith. It's coming back to determining regardless of how unpopular it is, regardless of all of the attacks against it, regardless of what it, you know, how it leaves me with friends and acquaintances. I must trust that God's truth is right and best and live according to it. And even take the long range perspective that there will come a day when God's truth will be seen for what it is and everybody else will then bow to it, I'm just I'm just choosing to do it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So there is, there is a fixed absolute truth as defined by God. Um, and it's just interesting these days to watch how that's under attack. Yeah. It, it, I don't even know if I can say it's under attack. It, certainly under attack, but it's been so thoroughly dismissed that it's a very small segment of society that still trusts in it. Yeah, because most people don't like uh, submitting those things that they, you know, find hard to deal with about God's truth, or um, doesn't make them the most popular person in the world. In fact, it might actually might put them in actual opposition yeah, of the yeah. rising culture, which I think is the main issue kind of going on. Mm-hmm. People are afraid, um, which I mean, I'm not saying that that's not even they. I think that they, a lot of people, some people, have reason to be afraid that uh, it's not necessarily a, a ridiculous feeling, but um, but I guess we're called to have the courage, right, to stand up against that um, rather than just in fear, sway with it. Um, so I guess that, that this is one of them, but like what makes Christianity different than the other religions? If people, you know, kind of have this like pluralistic approach of like all roads lead to heaven. I mean, you know, you, you hear a lot about that, especially now, um, even from Christians. What, what kind of makes it stand apart from the rest? And I'm not saying you have to go through each one, but like... Yeah. Is there something that, you know, you found to be distinctive? For me, it's it's two or three things. I think there's the historical um, credibility of Christianity. 
certainly I think there's the character credibility of Christ mm-hmm. as opposed to any other religious figurehead. Yeah. Um, and then, and again, this is up for debate, but I think the the collection of scriptures as a consistent witness of that historical credibility and of that unique nature of Jesus separates it from other religions. Other religions have their writings, but they don't have the, in my opinion, they don't have the the substantive writings to be able to to be able to um, confidently base their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not prepared to go into the details, but you know, I, I've actually seen a study or did a study of like Christ, the life of Christ compared to the historical references that we have to all the other, you know, primary religious leaders. Muhammad and Buddha and all of them. And it is just, it's a, you know, night and day sort of testimony to the very unique nature of Jesus. How he conducted himself, what's um, attributed to the what he um, accomplished in his life and the consistency with which he did it. Um, so... Jesus just head and shoulders above the other namesakes. Which, again, not everybody buys that, but to me that's one of the reasons why I think Christianity is more credible. Mm -hmm. Just because the person at the center of our faith is, um, is credible like no other. Um, Then, just the historical credibility in that there's this very consistent march through history where the work of God is consistent and uh, and it's it's demonstrative like you you can name the names and the places where these historic things happen that this most other faiths they don't they don't have that kind of historical legacy. Something along those lines that I heard that was I thought was really interesting was the whenever we think back of like no one ever doubts our history on Rome, okay, or ancient Greece. Yeah. Well, the most of what we know about say ancient Greece came from like one or two dudes that documented everything. Yeah. And the amount of information that we have to verify the, the scriptures is like tenfold what we oh, have yeah. for most of those the others. numbers are staggering Yeah, when it comes to the historical manuscripts by which we draw conclusions about historical figures. I mean, when you take what we know about Caesar, the, the number of documents that testify to his life and his accomplishment, it's small in number compared to the tens of thousands of documents that give credible witness to the work of Christ. And when the documents were written, like yeah. the stuff written about Alexander the Great was like written, you know, hundreds of years later. 
yeah. rather than at the time. Uh, I thought that was just really interesting. I was like, oh, wow. You never see anybody casting doubt on what we know about Alexander. But as soon as right. it comes to Jesus, we're like, well, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've always felt there's a certain unfortunate perception of the Gospels um, because they exist together in this thing called the Bible. They're often portrayed as, well, that's just some kind of conspiratorial meeting of the minds and these four guys came up and shared some stories and wrote some things and and basically deceived a, a group of people. But when you when you look at the honest record of who these individuals were and, and to what extent their paths crossed and the eyewitnesses that they interviewed and the, the firsthand accounts that they were able to draw from a, a, a collection or recollection of, of the life of Jesus, um, it's just far and away superior. And I, again, I, I'm just, the, the, the reason I'm kind of slow in responding here is that I have just have so many friends who have very different viewpoints on all of it um, i can just imagine them listening to this and laughing or you know dismissing what i'm saying well i'll give them a funny <laughs> there's this skit that i saw on youtube and it was like um if jesus didn't actually raise from the dead and it was all it was all uh the disciples and they were sitting there and i think peter chimes up and he goes okay guys i got it this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go steal jesus's body and they're like yeah okay we're going to, uh, and they're like, well, why? Well, because we're going to convince everybody that he didn't actually die, and then he actually rose from the grave, but he didn't. We just stole his body. And, uh, and they're like, oh, yeah. So, and then, he, and, then he's, and then he's like, and then we're going to get brutally murdered. <laughs> yeah, and then Nathan, that. the doubter, goes, wait, but are we going to get, like, rich and famous first? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> we're going to get brutally murdered. <laughs> and they're like, I don't know if that sounds like such a great idea anymore. Yes, and it li- it's exactly how it, they were just all like cheering, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah what? I've seen that." Yeah, you mentioned it. Um, yeah, it, again, the era in which we're living, and the whole academic and scholarly bandwidth of information out there largely portrays Christianity as a joke and fabrication and conspiracy and it's just not a an in my opinion it's just not an honest treatment of of the the evidence yeah we've seen where uh mere rational thought leads or at least we're starting to and it is <laughs> not a good place. a little bit crazier yeah so all right well that was uh so if that was rapid fire how long did that take 138, which is about the same length of Satan, <laughs> the Satan episode. Yes, but we covered a variety of topics. Uh, what? Yes. Five different topics. Yeah, yeah. Six different topics. Yeah. No, Pretty that's good. good. I, I enjoyed that. I like taking one topic and kind of exhausting it for an hour and a half, and I like that. Yeah. That one kind of puts me on my toes a little bit. I have to Yeah, it's nimble. more, uh, I described, whenever I texted it to you, I described it more of like a, you, well, I think I was thinking is more like you're being on stage kind of asking, uh, getting asked the question just because you can't just sit in like one place and yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be shorter. So it is shorter in the sense that now you'll be able to break it up into what five or six different yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Probably five. Yeah. And 
for all our listeners that think our episodes are too long, here you go. You'll have at least, you know, <laughs> 20, 22 minute long episodes. We'll just track it, see which ones get the most views, and then we can take that back to the powers to be and say, see, the longer ones work. Or we, we are the, the powers short. that be, Paul. Oh, we are the powers yeah, we that be. Are, well, no. you are the power that bees. <laughs> but please don't give it to anybody else. <laughs> Well, thank you, Sarah. I enjoyed this conversation. And again, just uh, as a reminder, those of you who are listening, we would love to make your acquaintance. And if you'll reach out to us at media at com, just introduce yourself. We'd love to know your name and find out a little bit of how you experience this podcast. And if you have any suggestions or recommendations for topics for Wyatt and I to tackle, we'd love to hear your suggestions. And we would do... We would do our very best to honor that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also give us a review, which helps us out too. Um, But don't think I'm going to become one of those people that ask for reviews and ratings all the time. But anyways, yes, let us know. um, And uh, we'll we'll hopefully get your, your topics in if you have some suggestions. We hope you enjoyed this presentation of Cibolo Creek Community Church. If you did, please consider supporting the ministry of our church. Your donations make a difference. To check out more resources or to share a gift, please visit us at CibeloCreek.com. Thanks for listening.